What is up, Magic Faithful? Your boy Kyle here. Shout out to you all second cousins. Couple days late, but we had to get on here and recap the Orlando Magic's tragic loss to the Brooklyn Nets, 129 to 101. If we're going to get on here and beat the chest for our victories, we got to take our medicine too and talk about the losses. So if you're watching right now, you're one of the true blue. You are a fan of this team, and you deserve every victory we get. I was in the building hoping to witness history with my wife, and uh, I saw a lot of other Magic fans in there, too. Had some great interactions with folks, and we just, yeah, we didn't. We did not witness history. Quite quite the opposite there. Um, it was a, It was a lovely day. It was a beautiful day in New York. The sun was shining. The lady and I got in early, took a walk around the West Village, out to the pier, light shining on the city. Oh, the vibes were majestic. Went out with some friends from college who I haven't seen in a couple years. Had some delicious food. Some I had some puss, some octopus. We had some some uh some steak. I had some uh some ricotta cheese. It was, oh, everything was fantastic. Walking over to the game, had some Magic fans behind us in line, just getting excited. Let's go. Let's get this history, baby. Got in slightly late for the tip, and we were already down like six, which is fine. You know, we've shown that, hey, we're a tough team. We can fight back. But once I saw the way the guys were playing on the floor, it it just, I knew immediately almost that it just wasn't gonna happen. It looked like we were in quicksand. And we can we can make a bunch of excuses and, and some of them are legit, but at the end of the day, you, you gotta play the game and you gotta win the game. But it really looked like it was the second night of a back-to-back where the guys had just played, gotten on a flight, come to a new place, and... Just stunk it up, man. Ooh, damn. And it must not be easy. They just had a nice long nine-game homestand, right? And you're in your home, and you've got your routine, and everything is nice and set for you, and you're looking at the same hoop with the same background for all that time, and then you go to a new spot. That's tough. That's tough. And you understand why... Maybe we shot 40% from the field and, what, 31% from three? Because it's it's tough in those situations to to be shooting well. But the defense, man, there's just no excuse for that. There's just no excuse for that. Way too many open shots. Can't tell you how many times I'm sitting there and then it's like Cam Thomas in the wing Russell, um, Royce O'Neal, like on the sideline, Mikhail Bridges just continue to be left open, even though he scored freaking, what was it? 29 points in the first quarter. I'm going to bring that up. That was absurd. Um, first quarter, he had 26 points. That was an NBA high for any player this year. This is wide open. Just not a magic player in sight. Everything was breaking down. People were in disarray. We had Jamal Mosley out there. Normally the coolest customer and he's taking texts it just was not going our way at all and yeah Mikhail Bridges was on one and we can say the refs gave him a bunch of calls there were definitely a a couple suspect calls that got him to the line I mean he averages 
4.9 free throw attempts per game, and he got to the line, uh, what was it here, 18 times? 18 attempts. Holy shit. <laughs> One player. And it's only made worse because he's, as he's going crazy, got this pudgy little kid behind me in my ear, Brooklyn Bridges, me. Fucking Pillsbury Doughboy back there. Damn it. And I'm right next to the cheering section they have. Brooklyn Bridges. Great nickname. You can't even really be mad at it. I was just annoyed because I heard it so often. Oh, it was ugly. It was it was tough to be a Magic fan in the building, man. At halftime, I just went and got sweets. I got ice cream and I got a soda. And then I we were walking around with the lady and we saw another Magic fan met um a couple from they had come from Los Angeles to see this game. From LA. They can you imagine flying across the country? They were doing some other stuff, but like this was the main attraction. And you know, at halftime we are down 51 to 73. And they had ice cream too. So we're just drowning our sorrows in sugar and ice cream, just trying to forget. Just help me forget Hagen Doss. Just give it to me. <sighs> ugly, ugly, ugly stuff. To make it even worse, my lady made me, you know, get into the scam where they make you spin the wheel. I had to give up all my information, everything. The Brooklyn Nets are probably going to be calling me for season tickets soon. Offers. Gave him my phone number and freaking email. Tried to write it as ugly as I possibly could. Gave him a shitty email. You know what I mean? You know the, you know the deal. You give him the, the bogus email. Spun the wheel. I, I said, if I win a freaking t-shirt, I'm burning the shit right now. Spun it. Won a sweatshirt. A Brooklyn Nets sweatshirt. Can you believe it? Add insult to injury. Ridiculous. Then I had to give it to the little pudgy bastard behind me. That's just sportsmanship, you know? I'm just trying to show these Nets fans what sportsmanship looks like, okay? Even though we're losing, I can still be graceful. And I'll just get on here and talk shit. You know, that's how it works. <laughs> man, it was a tough effort. And the Brooklyn Nets, man, they, they got our number right now. We can't make excuses. They're whooping our ass. And we might see these dudes in the playoffs because they're not going anywhere. They're ten and nine, right? They're a good, they're a good squad. Mikael Bridges is fantastic. He got to the line way too much. There were some suspect calls, but in my opinion, he was the best player on that USA national team this summer. He is tremendous, right? He, he's come over from the Suns, expanded his game tremendously. He knows he he knows he's the guy, and man, he showed up. Twenty six points in the first quarter. That was tough. That was tough. He couldn't freaking miss. And the crowd was going bananas. I have my head in my hands, wanting to weep like a little schoolgirl. Horrible. But yeah, we, we, we've got problems. We've got problems. We've got some cracks in the foundation, as Philip said on our PSF show every Thursday. Check it out. 4 p.m. it's posted. So if you look, at, you can ju jump on and be live and ask questions on the app. It's the PSF app, Pro Sports Fans app. You can download that. Check us out there get involved, or just go on and look at the 30-minute uh, the spots afterwards. There are cracks in this foundation. Things, you know, the defense fell apart there. Again, way too many open shots. The defense, I saw some of those old habits collapsing, leaving shooters open. That was not great. I mean, they shot 50% from the field, 41% from three, and it's not because they were on a heater. They Mikael Bridges was, but he cooled off later. It was because we were leaving guys open. And then we were doing something, you know, very 
very uncharacteristic of our young but very mature squad. We're just we were in our own heads. Mosley got the tech. Moritz was all out of sorts because he wasn't playing well and just we're missing bunnies at the rim. We got beat so bad in the boards, man. 57 to 36, 21. And they got Claxton and um, the other gentleman there whose name is uh, not Daron Sharp. Yeah, Daron Sharp. So those are their two big bodies. And that's the concern that I had been bringing up prior to and even during the win streak a little bit, but Moritz was playing so damn well he was shutting me up. And when J.I. wasn't injured, it wasn't as glaring. But we're, we miss big bodies to get boards. You know, Paulo's a fantastic rebo- rebounder. Um, we've got our guards that really crash well. Cole Anthony crashes really well. But when they have guys like Claxton in there and De- um, De'Aaron Sharp, another big body, that's where we struggle. Even you know, and and with Wendell down, the five depth is is light. Jonathan Isaac's not playing now, so you know Moritz when he's struggling, he's struggling, man, and he's not a strong rebounder to start with. So this is going to be an issue. This could be an issue, and, and we need to to gang rebound and clean this up, or we could see more games like this, man. Should have stayed at the restaurant, man. The octopus was nice, dude. The puss was nice. It was yummy. Good times with friends. I was laughing. I was having a good time. And then I went to this game. I left early, I will admit. Left with three minutes left in the fourth, I believe. I mean, it was out of hand. What do you expect me to do? What do you expect me to do, people? Bullshit. I mean, they were running on us, our tired legs, man. 17 fast break points. Largest lead was 28 just absolutely brutal. We did flirt with a comeback a little bit in the third, man. We did, to our credit, the gentlemen, they came out in the third. Um, we won the third 34-25. to 25. So there was some hope there, but our second unit did not play well this game. Let me see. Do I have bench points here? Um, I can't find it at the moment. But our, our bench unit didn't give us the lift that we normally did. We had uh, Cole Anthony. At, as our high scorer off the bench with 20 points. And Moritz did have 18, actually, on 6 and 9, but he was just honestly trash. He 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 was frustrated. He, he was fouling badly. Cole with 20 points, but he was a minus 32. Like, that unit just – that's just not him, but that's – that whole unit just wasn't clicking. We had no answer. That Those were the only two points, really, point scorers off the bench – Joe Ingles was a little out of – he only played 16 minutes. A lot of Caleb Houston time, and that was – eh, right? There was nothing nothing much there. He got past like a turnstile a few times, man. It was ugly. It was ugly. He's, he's a good team defender, but on ball, he was struggling last night, and he wasn't knocking down enough threes to space the floor or do anything. One for three, that was his only three points. I'm rooting for the kid, but didn't didn't bring enough, right? We didn't have an answer there, and and they certainly did, making their guys look like all stars. A play that I've seen a lot on social media is the Moritz Wagner, where he has the ball and I don't know, he's coming around. I think it's Royce O'Neal who's pursuing the offensive player, 
and runs into Moritz, and people are really up in arms about that foul. It's pretty clear, like Moritz is leaning and moving into the defender. I, I that doesn't even. That's the type of stuff. And then he was like surprised by it. It's like, man, that was kind of a dirty play. Like it wasn't. It definitely what you weren't standing still. You were not stationary, and he ran into you. And that was it for me. A little symbolic of how things were going. You know, when you're on those winning streaks, those 50-50 balls all seem to bounce your way. Saturday night, none of it went our way. None of it went our way. So we we got to pick up the pieces. Luckily, we've got some time off right now. Um, we have some time to gather ourselves. And then, you know, we've got, got some tough games coming up. So we're going to learn a lot about this young team, and maybe we'll come back down to earth a little bit here in this stretch. But hopefully that this galvanizes the team because – a lot of times, and you hear coaches talk about this, in you need a loss to have some good teaching moments, to get that film, to show guys this is what happened. So maybe, maybe this is a, a silver lining right here, a positive of us getting our ass kicked, going on a nine by the Nets, going on a nine-game win streak, then getting our asses kicked again by the Brooklyn Nets. There, there's got to be something there, right? We can't write it off as... Oh, second night of a back-to-back and all that. Because the first night, the first time we lost to him, it was not the second night of a back-to-back. All right, we had our guys. Jonathan Isaac was playing that night, I believe. So all the excuses, Mikhail Bridges didn't shoot 18 free throws that night. So yeah, maybe we want to come up with some of those excuses this time, but there's something there. And I, I trust in Jamal Mosley and this coaching staff to get to the bottom of it. This next stretch is tough. We got Cleveland on Wednesday. They're a good team. Detroit, which is the play-in flex game on Friday, we need a victory there, right? Cleveland again on Monday. So we're seeing Cleveland like twice in the next week. Got to win at least one of those. Um, Back-to-back in Boston. I wanted to go to that Boston game because I'm going to be going to a retreat, up uh, an SLA retreat up in Mass. But damn, yo, to get in there, it's like $200 to even get in that arena right now. Nosebleeds. Like way up. 200 plus dollars. So I don't know if that's feasible for your boy. Then Miami, Milwaukee, Indiana. That's a stretch, y'all. And that's taking us like through Christmas. So we're going to learn a lot about this team. Still believing it, right? We're ahead of schedule. We're ahead of schedule. We're feeling good. We're feeling good. We got two cornerstone all-star players, Paulo Bancaro, Franz Wagner. Oh my gosh. Yo, these know nothing but jabronis in the whatever Nets cheering section they call it, yelling overrated when Franz gets to the free throw line. Excuse you, sir. Excuse you? How many points was Mikhail Bridges scoring when he was Franz Wagner's age? Like four? Four points per game? (sighs) It's okay. It's okay, Kyle. Calm down. Thank you. But lots to be looking forward to. Again, head of schedule, second in the East still. Um, I did not predict that we'd be 14 and six at this point. Probably none of you did. I predicted us to be a little over 500 for the year. So we are in a good spot. Still, we want to be playoff bound. We're not, I don't want to mess around with that plan. So let's, let's keep it moving. Let's play 500 ball here on out. And we're there, right? So let's, let's keep playing gentlemen. Lots to be looking forward to. Um, you know, give me some well wishes. Cause it was just, I wanted a refund. That was my only tweet of the night. I want a refund at halftime and I still want a refund. Weltman I want my damn money back. It was sad. It was tough. And I had to deal with these Brooklyn fans 
all around me. And ended okay. I'm glad I wasn't drinking. It's sober Kyle in December, and if I was drinking, I would have been much more forlorn. So staying off the sauce, it actually worked this time. Hope you're doing well, Second Cousins. We'll see you soon. Better luck on uh, Wednesday, right? Peace out, y'all. And that the music didn't go. See, nothing's going right for us right now. Nothing's going right. What the heck? Peace out. I love you guys. Yeah.